Hello everyone and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite all-queer cast Starfinder podcast. I'm Steph, your resident chief medical mystic. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Calric and Kenny will be at Emerald City Comic Con on March 15th and 16th. If you see them, say hi. Keep an eye on their Twitter accounts for more information on potential meetups. Wish you could hang out with the entire cast at a con? Well, if you become a patron on Patreon, you could help make that happen. We are grateful to everyone who has already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. This week on Experience Points... Will Mordax keep the segues together? Did Angus survive diving through the windshield? Will our crew survive this battle? All this will be answered on episode 40, ASS in Motion. Greetings, adventure hookers, and welcome back to Experience Points, your favorite queer Starfinder real play podcast. As always, I am your host and GM Miyu, and joining me today is our fabulous cast. Hello, I am Kelric, I am playing Angus, and I am currently launching myself at a dragonkin. Not the smartest move ever. Um, so I'm Mordax, but I guess I, I guess I'm supposed to be piloted or something by some human named Brit. They are not very interesting. So we're going to talk about me today. And I've got a plan. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kenny. I play Absco and I'm watching the seven foot noir charge through a window as they are hitting a dragon kid. Hi, I'm Steph, and I'm playing Eos Nabari, who is really wishing she still had some military backup. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of the noir flying through the air, I believe you have a recap. This trip is not going as well as I thought it would. Camping was less fun for Absco than anticipated, but really, I can only blame everyone else because I came prepared. (laughs) Eos says she thought she saw something watching us, but we couldn't find anything during our search, except I believe she found some silver scales of some sort. I don't know. I I don't have all the details. I was more interested in getting underway. We have been segueing right along, only to be dragonkin stomped, is all I can call it, on our way to Sarozanax by some Rafforians riding dragonkin. In our attempt to escape, they destroyed our transport, and we are regrouping. We're going to make this work, hopefully and we can survive and rescue Silverblade. I like to imagine that that is just the internal monologue as Angus is flying slow motion (laughs) through the air. I wonder what has happened here. (laughs) Absolutely. How did I wind up here? How did this happen? How is this me life? This is not what I thought it would be. Slowly, a noir just kind of rotates through the air. You see people's face reactions. <laughs> There's just the Angus voiceover with all the slow motion craziness happening. And then it picks up right where we left off. Absco. Uh, <laughs> right. 
I, I guess I'll go for the one that you're hitting, Angus. Um, and Absco like re-aims their weapon and pulls the trigger three times. That is a hit, a miss, and a critical hit. Nice. 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 As nice. you fire off three shots at the dragonkin. Woo! The crit Ooh. is 31. Um, that is oh, it does fire damage. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> well the the crit is the burn damage, yes. But does your your pistol do fire damage? Because that's Let's what it's see. saying. I don't think it does. I think it does energy damage, right? Yeah. Oh uh, no, no, no. Type fire. Uh, F. Yep. It's a laser pistol. Oh, okay. Well, the laser would have done some amazing stuff, but it bounces right off their scales. Wow. <sighs> well, this is what the other damage would have been. <laughs> Fifteen. Yeah, your your shots seem to have done. Nothing. They seem to be immune to fire. Awesome. Got anything else? I'll I'll check. <laughs> Silverblade is going to having uh, just been released. Grab his uh, you know centered longsword and wheel around and try to stab at the uh, dragonkin that had just tried to take off with him because he does not like that. Twenty six is going to hit. The dragon. Nice. All right. Well, the dragon kin. All right. 20. 20 damage. That is not 20 damage done to the dragon kin as Silverblade pulls out his long sword, rears back, and just drives it into this dragon right between some scales. The dragon roars, and the rider on top, you see him clutch his side and double over as though he too is in pain. That's good to know. That's interesting. I believe that's probably all that Silverblade will do. I believe, uh, yep, because he pulled a weapon and... Yeah, yes. Can everyone see okay. that the Rhyphorian had that reaction? I'm super close. I don't oh, know. Oh, yes. Yes, yes that's, <laughs> e that's easily noticed. No perception check needed. Let's see here. Dragonkin, Dragonkin, Dragonkin. Mordax, there seems to be some sort of bond between them. Focus on one so we can take him out, hopefully take out both. Uh, Mordax is, as you say that, is just going to kind of like half-heartedly look up at you like, yeah, yeah, while she is feverishly punching things into her custom rig. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. So, Angus yeah. and Absco, I need reflex saves. I love reflex saves. I, They're my worst. I think Mordex and I are in the vehicle as well. We're just positioned on the map behind it. You're far enough back that you won't suffer the initial issues. Okay, you will each take half. Okay. Uh, with a 19 and a 25. I think I take none. <laughs> Do you have evasion? <laughs> yes. Or, okay, cool. <laughs> Absco, you see this dragonkin open its mouth and you see the smoke and the fire. And I don't like this I trade. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not good at all. Oh, shit. Half. Half of 37. Sure. <laughs> so 13 fire damage to Angus, which comes out of your SP. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're able to dodge uh, the majority of this. You maybe get a little singe, like get that burnt hair smell. 
Yeah, Absco, the the Segway Mobile has been completely engulfed in flame. Yeah, I think Absco uh, saw the flame coming towards them, and they're like, nope. And they ducked down into the Segway Mobile, like with whatever shielding was up in the front, and it kind of just kind of drifted overhead. But you smell oh, like this burning metal. What whatever's left yeah. the uh, of the Segway Mobile getting somewhat melted down as Eos and Mordax, the fire stops like inches away from you. But wait, there's more. They they just hit that armor. Oh. They most certainly <laughs> did. And I forgot about your armor on it. So that's Eos. Activate the armor. Yes, she does. Angus, you may want to get out of the way. <laughs> and Silverblade. <laughs> so the two of you may want to move. <laughs> so how how does that work? It rebounds it back mm -hmm. on them? I would dispel the armor and it rebounds the attack on any adversary in 100 feet. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. This is An amount badass. of force damage equal to the damage dealt at the time the spell was dismissed. Okay. So do they take the full 30 seconds? Maximum. Maximum okay. 10. But they take 10 force damage as it bounces off of the, uh, you see the 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 fire hit the, the Segway and go flying overhead. And then this arc as Eos. When the hit takes and Eos initially reacts to kind of shield Mordax from the fire. Once mm -hmm. she realizes it's not going to hit them, she claps her hands together and you see the armor kind of whoosh, like in the way of right before like a sound grenade goes off and then the it whooshes back at the dragons, at the dragonkin and the Rhyphorians. Nice. Nice. And yeah, it will go flying back and smack the dragonkin and you can see that that has in fact done some damage. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, excellent, nice. excellent. That was very well. Trippy. I think the the Rhyphorian is going to try to take a shot at Silverblade. Twenty one. Is that going to get Silverblade? Is that that's is that even the right Silverblade? Yeah. Twenty one is my yeah. So uh, you, uh, Silverblade gets struck. Ooh, for eight damage. Just kind of, kind of nicks him a little bit there. Mordax. One damage reduction, so that's only seven damage. Them uh, totally melting our ship definitely changed the plan uh, because Mordax's intent was to uh, have the ship start, you know, glowing and doing the distracting thing. Well, you're uh, actually you are not completely melted. Okay, is there enough tech left on it to just? Oh, plenty because. Some there was some shield on it that kept <laughs> from getting hurt and blasted back at the dragon. So no, you are fine. Vehicle okay. is in the same shape it was before the fiery blast. Uh, Mordex has been futzing with her custom rig, and she essentially sort of brushed off Angus's instruction because she knew that what she was about to do was going to target everyone. She is going to continue typing for just like a half a beat of a second, and then look up, hit another button, smile, and wait and see if what she did works. And then if it does, in a couple of seconds, the entire Segway mobile is just going to start flashing bright pink and maybe have like scary like carnival music or something, just like 
something that is totally absurd for this region just doesn't even make any sense so that hopefully they get like what is what is that so excellent make a computer's check <laughs> 36 <laughs> you have made segways Whoa. do things that segways are not supposed to do which seems to be the mo for this entire arc right here <laughs> segways do things they're not supposed to uh yeah your segways start they start blinking in this bright kind of random fashion okay okay yeah they start blinking blinking in this bright random fashion there's all this music and just bright kind of strobe light kind of effect going on I, I like to think that Mordax made it pink because everyone on her side would understand that pink things are normal and so that they wouldn't be affected by this thing. Yeah. Um, pink is good. Uh, pink, so, is, uh, pink is good. Then they are shaken. But not oh, stirred. Well. <laughs> not only are they shaken, but unbeknownst to you, I feel like, okay, come here. Got a uh -oh. good fort save, but do you have a decent fort? Fort's not so good. <clears throat> that is a four on a fort save. The Rhyphorian on top of uh, Dragonkin 13 begins to seize. Oh no! Which causes the Dragonkin to begin to seize. Oh. Oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> right, flashing lights can cause seizures. It's on it's on every warning for any game I know, ever play. I know. Hey, they were trying to kill you, in yeah, all fairness. That's true. Eos. Okay, we're skipping their turn. Uh yeah, they, they spend their turn seizing. Gotcha. Grand Mall seizure. Oof. Okay. If Absco and Mordax, if you can make sure they don't get a hit on me, I am gonna try something a new spell with the other dragon kin. Don't worry, we got you. I'll be on it. They're a little busy right now. <laughs> Mardex is just like assessing the situation like I did. And while they're seizing, Eos is going to cast psychokinetic strangulation. Okay. Psychokinetic strangulation on them. Yes. Well, they get a fort save. Mm-hmm. Which, because they're actively doing that, I'm giving them more negatives and eight. No, that's not psychokinetically good, uh... begun strangling them. So full damage being 15 damage to the dragonkin. Steph, what does it look like when yes. you're doing casting the spell? Because that sounds super cool. <laughs> I part of me is just like this is so cliche, but oh. um, force choke. <laughs> nice. It totally looks like she's force choking this dragon kid. Oh, you let out your inner Sith Lord. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> so Eos just stands up and holds out a paw and the the, mm -hmm. the, the dragon kin who is rolling around on the floor seizing now can't breathe. Yep. They are and also is immobilized. Immobilized. Angus. So if they're immobilized, do I get to do like a coup de gras thing? Isn't that a thing? I think that's a thing. Yes. Yes, that's a thing. It is a full round action to do so. Okay. Well. Uh, and you roll your crit because I am considering them at this point strangled, immobilized, and seizing. I consider them helpless. Okay. Roll your critical damage. I think we've had just about enough of you. Keep them down, Eos. 17 damage done. 
plus 10 means they have a 20, DC 27 fort save or they die. Okay. Let's take a look. <laughs> Ooh, barely. Exactly barely. You bring your Solarian weapon down on them and you cut them wide open. They continue seizing, though. They are still alive. And I am third degree attuned. So okay. all around me is it looks there's just a black aura encircling me entirely at this point. All um, right. Absco. So Absco sees, you know, Angus lay their weapon into that dragonkin, and they start going invisible for a trick attack since they didn't move at all. 38. 38's going to do it. Sweet. They are going to move behind. Oh, that's the car. <laughs> <laughs> and stab the dragonkin with their utility knife. Survival knife. No laser whip? <laughs> you pull out your little Swiss army knife. Basically, yeah. Like, Absco has shake nothing else on them. Like, nothing that will do any damage because they only have laser weapons that do fire damage. 26? That hits. That hits. So close to a crit. So, so close. And 19 is great. For five. <laughs> For five damage. Just just kind of get oh, it on um, there and wiggle and it around I, a little bit. Since I got this, trick the trick attack. attack down, they take 3d8. Ooh. Oh, that applies to your melee attacks too. Dang. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's not part of weapon. And I'm gonna use my debilitating trick to make them. Oh, uh, let's call it flat-footed. That <laughs> this this dragonkins had a bad day. A very very bad day. All right, Silverblade. Okay, so uh, I feel as if in this new version of Silverblade, Mordax ensured to put in uh, some information into his you know, database as to what to do when he sees that anger starts to glow all pink. But all black. This I'm time it's graviton. black. Yeah. I'm oh. graviton attuned. Because the different attunements are no different idea. colors. Yeah. Y'all would have no idea what power. Well, I guess Mordax doesn't know that. So Silverblade's like, okay, everything's fine. Yep. So Silverblade's, now that you've said that to me, Silverblade's not going to do that. And Silverblade is just going to be like, okay, stab at the dragon again, the way that he did last time. Yeah. That yeah. Really well. Oh. Ooh. Eleven is not quite going to do it. <laughs> but wait, were you As attacking the one who's off the scales. prone? Helpless. I still Thirteen. Silverblade will look slightly dejected and uh, ready himself for the next time. <laughs> Shink. Oh. <laughs> All right. We're not actually get out of the way. Now, let's see if break free. Nope. Still seizing. Helpless. Okay. Mordax. Get out of the way of what? He's at full attunement. He's going to blow. No, he's not pink. It doesn't have to be pink. Why didn't anyone tell me that? I thought you knew. That's also then going to sort of like stress Mordax out. <laughs> and um, I think... Can you change the command so that it's any time he's glow at full glow? Yeah, but not right now. Okay. Problem. They're only like 40 feet away. Yeah, we've got an open calm, right? So don't worry about it. This is not going to damage anyone but them. Good to know. We can talk about my powers later, right? <laughs> Let's just kill these people. Then what Silverblade is, or what Mordax is going to do based on all of that is do the thing where she can sacrifice all of her 
her movement and everything and instead directly control Silverblade. So Silverblade is going to take a little bit of a scooch up just a little bit away from Angus and stab again at the thing instead of Mordek's doing anything at all. How about a 20? What? what? <laughs> at 20! All right, that is a critical hit. 41 damage. Oh my gosh. Uh... Ew! <laughs> 41? You know, I almost felt bad for y'all for just a little bit. <laughs> I don't think it... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, Silverblade just nails this dragon in, in what appears to be a weak spot, like up in its armpit. <laughs> okay. I'm going to play like that. Then Mordax will kind of shake off having controlled Silverblade and look at Eos. Was, was that better? <laughs> yes. Good. Silverblade... Just got chomped. Ooh. Ow. For 18 damage, which is 17. And Go ahead. that's that on that one. Oh, and then move action. It's going to take to the sky. I'll take my opportunity attack. Yep. Silverblade and Angus both getting attacks of opportunity. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all really want to take this thing down. Okay, that is a hit and a hit. Uh, another 14 damage from Silverblade. <laughs> 17 damage from uh, Angus. Dang, this thing okay. hits. Ouch. Oh, yeah, it can take the hits, but they are both pretty heavily wounded. How high up does it get? Well, it could go like 60 feet in the air. Okay. Uh, with a with a fly speed of uh, uh I'm sorry, uh, fly speed of 120. Yeah, it, uh, it's it's going to get. I'm, I'll tell you what, it's going. Yeah, it's going to get about half that, 60 feet up in the air. And since they're taking a shot, and this is really turbulent, uh, thunder strikes, sonic pistol. Oh shit! All right, I need a fort save from Angus, please, because that nat 20 means a critical hit. Ooh. Oh no! That's a time. Very good. You take nine damage that is absorbed by your uh, SP. Okay. But you are deafened as a loud crack, like thunder, echoes in your ears. Ah! Oh my and god. And all you can hear is a high pitched ringing. What the hell? Oh my god. Eos. I'm rolling my concentration. That's a nat 20, Dubita! Whoa. Does great. You are completely concentrated on holding that. Uh, let's do the save to take half damage. Unfortunately, it only takes six. Mm, and it takes half of that, so it only takes three. Oh, no, it doesn't take half. It takes the whole thing. Doi, mm -hmm. I am. I swear I know how to math. <laughs> but it is still okay. struggling to breathe. Sorry, Angus. And still seizing because the entire thing is still going nuts. Okay, Angus. Angus is not happy about what has happened, and I would like if I, to. If know, I could cast while concentrating, I would undeafen him. But it's fine. I have no idea what anyone else is doing. I would like to know what I need to roll. I think it's an athletics check to use this dragonkin that's still on the ground as a boost to jump as high in the air as I can. I have a movement speed of 40, okay. so I'm assuming my jump it can be 40 feet up? Is that Not exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm talking will, if I climb on it. Roll an athletics check. Yeah. 
and that will determine how high you've been you've managed to jump now okay. since you're fully mm -hmm. graviton attuned can you do anything with that to boost your jump i absolutely can i can add one third my level as uh to my bonus so it okay is that discharge when you do it does that no that or, or you're still that's just you can do that okay yep. So that gives me so athletics check plus uh, one third your level, which so is plus two. How about twenty six? Say twenty six. Ingus, run over to the dragonkin. Leap using your gravitons to propel you into the air. You get a twenty six foot vertical, which is impressive, amazingly impressive. But the dragonkin is sixty feet in the air, so you got about halfway up. That's to the dragonkin. All right. Well. I'm still going Doesn't to use. So within range? No, I have to be. They have to be within 20 feet of me for this to work the way I wanted it to. And how? So how do you determine your jump height? I just want to make sure that this isn't possible before we move past it because I am super excited about this. All right, I'm going to double check myself because usually it's like what you rolled. That's how high you get. So I'm 26 feet in the air. Angus gets 26 feet in the air and thinks, you know, I really should have used the jump jets. I, yeah, if I had them, I would. As I am jumping, I am going to use my black hole ability on okay. just the Rhyphorian that's riding the dragonkin below me to pull them 15 feet off of their dragonkin into the sky. So they have a... Unfortunately, low DC, a DC 14. DC 14 fort. Yep. And just as a reminder, they are the one that is seizing with their dragon. Yeah. So 13. So basically, Angus runs and uses their dragonkin to jump up, and I attempt to reach the one above me, and I just can't get the height. But as I'm going and realize I'm not going to make it, at the ape, as I'm hitting the, the just the apex of where I'm able to, I grab that Rhyphorian by his head using my black hole and rip him or her off of the dragonkin that they are riding into the sky so that as I come down to land, they are falling as they're seizing to hit the ground. Now, now Angus, I, I will also point up, point out that uh, what goes up yep, as must I'm come falling, down. I'm getting ready. Seven falling damage. Question. He jumped off that dragonkin. Does that mean he's coming back down on it? Well, he used it to sort of leap toward the other one that was up in the air just at an angle, up. so not straight up. Nope. So it's kind of, you know, okay. leaping. Or was it straight up? Are it you, was, are you? It was literally just straight up because the other one was, I just needed to get as high <laughs> up to get between them as possible. You're breaking me, you. <laughs> Okay. Well then. An angle would have <laughs> decreased how high I could get towards the other one. So as they all um, fall back into a pile. Give me an acrobatics check to keep your feet as you land on the seizing dragonkin. That's a 14. 14. And I am un fully unattuned. And 14 is not going to do it. You're, you fall prone. Okay. On top of the, the dragon. But, but does he do damage to it because heavy object falling? I will give the dragonkin the same falling damage that I gave to Angus. Seven falling damage. They both take it. Sounds reasonable. And the flying Rhyphorian? 
is currently midair. Nope. Their turn starts with them 15 feet in the air. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. That was super fun. I haven't used Graviton a whole lot, so that was amazing. Absco. Seeing this circus, this flying circus. <laughs> yeah, Absco's looking at all of this being like, do I just stab into there? Like, yeah, there's a there's a whole pile of things going on, and Absco targets them for a trick attack. Welcome to uh, shit show. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if it'll be hard to stealth away from ACing. Dragonkin, but that's a 36. Okay, you're good. Yep. And again with their knife. <laughs> 19. Sorry, that should that should be plus seven instead of plus three. Definitely a hit then. Okay. For seven points plus 17. Okay. Well, and then add another 17 on there. Wow. Okay. Silverblade. Okay, so the one that is right next to Silverblade has taken off too far for Silverblade to go get. So Silverblade is going to, I assume because he's 60 feet up in the air, I don't get an attack of opportunity for skirting through those squares. Not at all. Then I'm going to rush over there to the dragon. And even though I feel like Silverblade might take like a moment of a beat of a pause at stabbing something that is convulsing on the ground. <laughs> he has not had any instructions to not, so he will just stab down or stab <laughs> over since it's still pretty big. 427. Whoa. Yeah, hit. And so that'll be 18 damage. 18 damage. Dragonkin. And that'll... Uh, uh, that'll this dragonkin that. is not looking very good. Can <laughs> uh, it stop? No. <laughs> 15 is not going to stop it. It is still seizing. That's when we pick up with the pilot who's 15 feet in the air and falling. <laughs> they fall 15 feet, taking 1d6 points of damage, being 3. Can't really do anything, so Mordax. Okay, Mordax is going to see no use in hiding behind the weird little car thing anymore and just scooch a little bit closer to the fray, but not so close that she feels like she's in any danger yet. She's going to take a look up at the ones that are flying away and feel like, you know what, okay, that's fine, that's fair, they can go. Because it looks to her like maybe she can possibly affect a little bit of change by shooting at the the rider she's going to try to do so as much as okay. shooting never works out for her but we're gonna try 17 17 four mm -hmm. fire damage four damage <laughs> oh uh, well i thought it was just the dragons that the fire damage was a problem for I did four, uh, seemed, four fire well, No, you fire your, your, your laser, and it seems as though maybe if you had a stronger laser, you might could overcome their, their fire resistance of, of the rider. Well, shucks. Dragonkin 3, flying up in the air. That's going to... Yeah, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Never sounds good. Oh, oh no. Oh, they're going to bl blast their friend? Amazing. <laughs> they're immune to fire. Yeah. Oh, fair. Why wouldn't you blast your immune to fire friend? Fair enough. They're going to swoop around just a little bit. Get a nice little fire blast. Uh, can I get reflex saves from Absco, Angus, Silverblade, and Mordax? How about a 22? 22 will do. 
Ooh, 14. Not a good one. That's close. That's close. Does, does your uncanny dodge nope, help? 14 ain't going to do it. No. Okay. 17's good for Mordax. Good for Silverblade. All right. Absco, you're going to take full damage this time. Fair. And the fear sets in. <laughs> 33. And that is uh, 16 to everybody else. Believe it or not, not bad. <laughs> uh, not too bad. Uh, that becomes... There, Silverblade actually has to take 16. Mordax, it's absorbed. I can do math, I swear. Uh, no, Mordax didn't have nope, my sh- nope. her, her shield up, so I hadn't I hadn't done that. No, uh, your your SP absorbed by your SP, your your stamina points rather than being oh, taken as okay. hit point damage. Yet. Okay, okay. That's what I meant by absorbed. My bad. Okay. Uh, Golly, stamina points—that thing I never look at. <laughs> I'm good at this The game. thing I always forget, because I look at your HP and I'm like, oh, you only have 52 hit points. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but you have like 60 stamina points before you even start really taking damage. Uh, yeah, it seems they aren't quite flying away so much as flying around, getting ready to barbecue you. Let's uh, let's take another shot. That last shot worked out pretty good. Let's shoot at the mouse. Ooh. 19. Hmm. Going to be a hit. The metal mouse or the real mouse? The real mouse. Well, fine. Three. Damn it. You you feel your armor kind of get hit by a laser bolt that doesn't really do much. Eos. Let's do that save. Oh my 29 god. 29 for my concentration. Okay. Uh, let's see. A save. Make my day. <laughs> Two. Amazing. That is 14 damage done. As I accidentally rolled D10s, but whatever. <laughs> it's still under eight. <laughs> Right. That's a dragon can I'm and... on top of? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Focused fire, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They are tough. Angus. All right. So oh, yes, they are. To go from prone to standing. It... Move action that provokes if anyone were in a position to be able to do anything about that. Okay. So, but it eats up my entire movement? It is a move action, yes, okay. to stand up from prone. So I will... You can still take a five-foot step. Okay, so I will do that. In... Okay. Is there a place I can move where I am flanking with anyone? No? Okay. No. All right, so I can no longer do a full round thing. I will once again graviton a tune. And these two, I am going to... Can I attempt to coup de gras the dragonkin, or does my move make that impossible? Yeah. Uh, no, the fact that you had to stand up keeps you from doing so. Okay, then I will just hit them, I hope. Don't you wish Probably you pretty another easy. cryo pike now? Right. Ooh. Will a 30 hit? I would hope so when they're helpless. <laughs> With defense effects minus 16, yeah. That's 22 damage. And with that, the dragonkin stops seizing, as does the Rhyphorian Rider as they both die at the same time. Oh. <laughs> I don't imagine that felt good for you. So <laughs> well, I should have mentioned connected to them, but. I can't hear, I can't hear anything. How long does that last for? Till you get it fixed. Okay, so I can't hear anything. So Angus is, Angus rolls off of them and then stabs them with their ax as they stand up and they're just like, <laughs> and says, I have had enough of this. Everyone get to cover. Absco uh, says, 
I think we need to start aiming just for the Rhyphorian. It looks like it almost took damage last time Mordax hit them. Uh, and given that it's Absco's turn, they are going to try to sneak attack. Or sneak attack. Oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, They're going to try to trick attack, specifically the Rhyphorian. How far away are they? Uh, so up, up in the air, air they, they they swoop down to to blast their fire. So they're just above the ground, like five feet above the ground in a nice little swoop. Sweet. All right. So, yeah, they're going to, since they've been standing there, you know, just stabbing at the helpless thing on the ground, they're going <laughs> to take their stealth bonus. Uh, 35? 35 still does it, yeah. Sweet. And then they're going oh, to... Oh, especially if it's against the pilot. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So then they're going to move over this way to the back of Angus and uh, they're going to full attack with their laser pistol. Uh, oh no, it can't full attack. Full attack right. is a full round action. Yep, so you get right. one attack. Fine. They're going to pull the trigger once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they position themselves behind Angus and they when they reach Angus, they pat Angus on the back and say, go. And... Is there anything? 20? That's a hit. Awesome. Your shot nails the pilot right between the eyes, falling from its dragonkin, which arcs oh, and screams and collides, it crashes to the ground, thrashing about before it too goes still. As you look about you in the flaming wreckage in the snowbank, there, there's just like melted pools of water now. It's wet, it's muddy. Uh, Somehow you're all still alive. Meekmack? I think you undersold the danger aspect of our voyage. Ikmek sticks his head up from inside <laughs> the, the vehicle and goes, well, to be fair, I wanted to use donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> can Eos smack him upside the head? Eos can absolutely smack him upside the head. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I think Mordax is just like gonna get like just anger, like vibrating with anger. Like, are we gonna kill another dragonkin? Because opening <laughs> her mouth, <laughs> and then and then Silverblade's gonna walk up to Mordax and put his hand on her shoulder, and she's just gonna like breathe deeply. Donkeys. <laughs> Well, you see, uh, uh, I, just, I don't just, think just, donkeys would. I know you but, mean uh, well, but you're not helping. As well, I, I'm just trying to say. Call to go to Angus. Yeah. <laughs> Angus is just looking around for more danger. And is everyone okay? You have to make signs. Hello? Where? <laughs> reaches out and like grabs Absco's shoulder and is like, is everyone okay? I can't hear. I suspected as much as Eos is going to come up and <laughs> cast um, remove condition so that... Thankfully, the ringing in your ear stops. Oh, Eos, thank you so much. That, that was most unpleasant. I did not like that at all. Is everyone okay? Perhaps next time you won't go flying out of a windshield after a dragonkin three times your size. And I, I turn around, I put my Ooh. on both of your shoulders, and I look you right in the eye, and I say, but did it look cool? 
<laughs> Absco, Absco leans and says, yes. It looked awesome. I feel like Mordax was like really tensed there for a moment, like expecting like a clash. And then when he says, did that look cool? Relax. <laughs> but seriously, Eos, if you have recommendations on tactics, I'm sure we'd all love to learn after we heal up. Honestly, I, if you if you can help us with this, because you know we're just sort of winging it, right? It's this is all just doing our best. I mean, I I did have a really cool jump. It was pretty. I really should remember that I have this armor now because it's brand new. I have to learn how to use it. Eos just kind of looks um, <laughs> offended. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and a little annoyed because it's like. You had three days while we were sitting here making this ride. <laughs> no, you know what? Fuck the OLC. You had all the time while they were building our transport to learn how to use your armor, and you didn't? I will totally own that I may have not thought of that. Totally my mistake. It's fine. It's not fine. We're in a mountain pass. We just nearly got killed by two dragons. And you could have been dinner. All because you didn't know how to use your armor. In the middle of this, Mordex is just going to motion to, to Absco and and then go over to the ship. Yeah, like. sensing, sensing all of that, like Absco kind of disappears in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, walks definitely towards the ship. And, uh, and then Mordax and kind of leans in and says... Okay, so after this is done, what do we need to repair our Segway mobile? <laughs> we need this ass mover to move. Yeah, I think that'll be ass. pretty pretty easy. Let's just totally ignore the all the fighting over there and and I, that part is kind of melty and that part needs to, so let's let's yeah. I, I feel like this has been coming for a while. It may take a couple minutes. <laughs> all right, now I'm, I can own this error. I will I will I will make sure that overnight I spend some time with the armor to make sure that I have all the upgrades understood. We're alive, they're dead. We should see if they have anything to make sure that we can actually harm them because the, the fire damage did not seem to do much good. Oh, um Absco, maybe it'd be better if you had this frostbite pistol than I do. Because it doesn't seem to... I, I Let's trade guns, perhaps. You know, um, if you had asked before flying out the windshield, you could have used that weapon you made me. Oh, absolutely. Next time in the middle of you know, driving the vehicle that's breaking apart, that I'm holding apart using my Graviton abilities and trying to save a crew member and, you know, from being beat up, I will, I will try to find the time to stop and ask you. Should I maybe trade weapons with you as I go flying out the window? I will do my as best. <laughs> as Angus replies, uh, Absco kind of says loudly, Hey, Mordax, do you have that mallet? I, I need that mallet to work out some of these dents. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mordax is like head first dive. Dove, I don't even know how you say that sentence. Head first down into all the guts of the thing and like just her tail sticking out and her feet. And just like a mallet comes flying out towards you. <laughs> 
Abscope grabs it, and then like as they're the like the argument still keeps on going, like starts banging on. Abscope, do you have any training in engineering? <laughs> Absolutely not. Untrained thirteen. No, I have no training. <laughs> I, I feel like Abscope's just doing one of those like obviously has no idea what they're doing, just banging on things with a mallet. Like I'm busy, I'm fixing stuff. Uh, <laughs> Mordex's head will pop up. Look at what Absco's doing. Um, can you can you look at the the Absco the the uh, modulator uh, is 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 a little bit fried. Do you think you could maybe uh, look at, at that? Yeah, point me in the direction. It's, Have hammer will travel. Where those uh, wires that are kind of uh, sparking are over there. Great. Okay. And no. scurry back down into the. And that's what Absco starts banging on? Uh, yes. Or is it a computer thing? I was trying to point about a computer thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll give you computers. Okay. That's a 24. That's much better. Much better. You see that the fans are fried. You, you just need to reconnect all the wires. And yeah, th this, this is computer building. You've done that. Yes. You can do minor electrical. Does Eos have anything <laughs> to say to Angus? <laughs> idiotic response. <laughs> I'll just own that. <laughs> I appreciate that. She, she's going to pinch the bridge of her nose, let out a sigh, which on her probably sounds more like a doggy grumble. <laughs> yeah, I can't do I realized I was going to try. I'm like, I don't know how to make that noise. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Look. I understand a lot happened really quickly. However, we have to work as a team, as you pointed out. We can't work as a team when you're flying through windshields and running away. When we notice things aren't working, that's when we regroup. That's <laughs> so cool. Like, this is basic tactics. I understand I have the military training and you do not. However, if we're going to work as a unit, you have to remember we're a unit. You like to run off without looking at us for backup. Okay. I had an ice weapon. You knew fire wasn't working. Actually, you could have come back and gotten it. Well, actually, I, I didn't when I went flying through the windshield know the fire wasn't working. I, I, that, was a, that was a learning on the go situation. Um, said after you hit I it. hear you. I do hear you. However, I think we have a disagreement on the tactic situation because I do count on all, I count on you and Vortex and Absco as backup because I was heading towards our other teammate who was all alone so that they could get some support. Counting on the three of you to do ranged attack damage. And this is just, I agree we have to work on this. I think at this point, why don't we see about getting the vehicle fixed, find our train, see if we can find a safe way to a place to camp for tonight. And then after we've cooled down from our, our little fight experience here, see what we can get and you can yell at me then. But do, I think you have every right and I want to hear you. But right now I think we need to focus on picking up the pieces so we can move forward. All right. Okay. No help with the vehicle, but I'll see if I can salvage anything from these assholes. Sounds good. Oh, and Absco, uh, if you would pull out my mobile hotelier, our camping might be a little bit more comfortable tonight. 
as as the argument is finishing up, Absco kind of prairie dogs their head up and says, "Well, here's your problem." And they bring up like the, the smoking Hulk from like the inside of the vehicle. <laughs> Mordax, do you know what this is? <laughs> um, um, yes, and uh, sprays it with some sort of like cooling foam. That was a probably about three seconds away from blowing up in your hands. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, I can take that now. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad that you you fixed that problem. Well, here you are. <laughs> oh, and you said something, Angus. I'm sorry. Hi. We have a mobile hotelier on top of the the on, on, attached to the roof. If you pull that down, we'll have a very comfortable place to to rest for the rest of the night when we you mean to camp. We didn't have to camp in the rough last night. Well, you're determined, and Eos seems so excited to be showing us what they had available, so it really just didn't come up. No, no. This is always a thing. This is always... Fine, where is it? Uh, question. Did it get blown up slash charred? I made sure it was uh, like it was on the underside of the roof, like it was attached to the inside, so it should be fine because of Eos's shield. We don't have a roof. Yeah, this is... No. We had a small, we had, it was open on the sides, but there is a roof according to what Mew described. We can figure out absolutely no way what this monstrosity <laughs> looks like. You know what, wherever it is, it's under a seat, it's somewhere safe. It's all I'm- I was honestly you know what? picturing one of those like speeders from Star Wars, like the kind hover. Of, yeah. oh. and that's why I was, Just like long enough I, to have six of you. That's why I was sitting on the back doing like the wee. Like um, a Cadillac speeder. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> you said specifically we, we had to open something or whatever to be able to do that, so we couldn't do the Wii. No, I, I, I totally thought that it was it was like a, just a complete convertible. Well, we all have a different... It's a bunch of segues that are glued together. I figured there's holes everywhere in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, wherever the hotelier is, it is perfectly fine. <laughs> and available to be set up. Smells a little bit like Barbie. So, look um, on Steph's face, like... This is one of those few times I will say someone you should check out the YouTube video of this because Steph's face is perfect. And I can't tell if it's frozen or what, but it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm frozen. Um, quick question though. Yes. You do remember that you have already wrecked this thing one. Yeah. Are you absolutely certain that your mobile hotelier still in the Segway mobile and not in a snowbank some 450 feet away? I am <laughs> positive. What do I have to roll to be sure? <laughs> ah, I'll let you have it. Thanks. <laughs> I'll let you have it. You're mobile. Because if, if you went to all the trouble to make sure that it is firmly lashed and not going to be missing, I'll give it to you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could I do like a physical or a life science to see if there's anything I can harvest? from them, or maybe it's a perception to see if they were carrying anything. Yeah. I'll do both. I, I, what can I loot? Are you attempting to harvest or loot? Because <laughs> from the bodies and looting from the bodies are two entirely different acts with very different moral implications. Loot first, um, remove things after. I think all of us can get on board with the looting. The harvest okay. may throw us. I, I was going to say one of those is going to put your medical license in jeopardy. The other one isn't, but you know. They're already <laughs> dead. 
ahead. We're on an ice planet. We're away from our ship. We need to make use of everything we have. Eos defaulted okay. back to okay. her, you know, roots. All right, planet of origin. Hell yeah. Each of the Rhyphorians wears an Estic suit, type two. They have a survival knife and a sonic thunderstrike pistol. I'm gonna take that knife for current usage. <laughs> I need a better gun. I need a better gun so bad. I need a better gun. Hi. <laughs> I have my magic, so have at. <laughs> I will certainly divvy out the spoils. So <laughs> now is everyone's going to look at me weird. That's awesome. <laughs> what do you want me to roll to um, remove <laughs> to see if there's anything I can take off? Oh, okay, so here's here's the deal. As as you approach one of the dragonkin, looking appraisingly, I <laughs> Abska will probably appear out of the ether <laughs> and be like, "Our guide may not take kindly to you butchering their species mates." You know, we could at least use the wings. No. I, the I, leather from the wings. You could use them to better protect, you know, and fine. We we have UBPs on the ship. Yes, we can but build whatever we, we want them on with the ship. us. We aren't going away from the ship for more than maybe two days. It'll be fine. And then we have to travel back to the ship. It'll be fine. <laughs> I think maybe when wherever we get when we get wherever we're going, we look and see if there's a way to purchase a better mode of transportation, because this one is not working great. Mordax, would it make more sense just to ride the segways individually so we can <laughs> split up instead of taking <laughs> all one big segway? Because this seems a little weird at one point. Well, aren't they welded together? I think we can unweld them. I With what? I have a solution. That's not how welding works! I think you can break the joints. Excuse well, me, but do you, you or do you not live in the magic world? <laughs> <laughs> not Mordax here, but I think one of the reasons why we had to make a vehicle was because Silverblade is heavy and big and can't ride most things. Uh, yeah. Fair. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I love the face of disgust that Seth is now making. <laughs> oh, yeah. <It's laughs> Wait, can you awesome. see me again? <laughs> Oh, we can see you. Oh, you, no, you, you were fine. You were moving, and then it froze with a, a beautiful face of disgust. Yeah. Zoom okay. Like, that is Zoom not is how welding you. works. <laughs> I can't see any of you, so I apologize. I thought you couldn't see me still. <laughs> no, it's lovely. Oh, no, you're fine. stopping at perfect moments where you were making just faces at, like, like of disgust or whatever it is. Like, what? So, disgust, surprise. <laughs> he has literally the power of stars in and a little fire. boat. Yeah, like I can't, everything I have is fire based, like, well, it's fire or gravity based. So my fire, I could certainly make hot enough to break a welding joint. And lest you forget, Mordax is a miracle worker. Oh, that's yes. true. Mordax could do miracle worker to- I already did it though. Okay. After the rest to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Technically she already did it this day. But we well, have a so, mobile hotelier, so we're yeah. fine. <laughs> Uh, Absco is going to concern themselves, like, like looks at the the uh, ass mover, pulls out the hotelier cart, whatever it is, package, and like looks over at Mordax and says, y "You have this right. 
I'm, yeah, but I do appreciate the help. All right, I'm I'm gonna get our habitat situated and like just goes to work finding like level ground to to and hidden because we don't want to be attacked while we're in the hotelier either. So I like to think that your mobile hotelier is in this big old package with just a ring, and you pull the <laughs> ring and the whole thing just like inflates. <laughs> It's nice and reusable. And you end up with your inflatable hotel. Yeah, um, so Absco definitely does that. And then um, looks around and like, how technological is this thing? Like, is it just completely analog or does it have some options? (laughs) They do not say in the thing. It's just, it's a, it's basically a very, very nice, like a very nice multiple person tent thing, space. Space tent, but they call it a hotel to the A because it's enough for multiple people to use, and it's it's nice. Space age tent, complete with robot butler. <laughs> so <laughs> if Miu's okay with it, I'm gonna make canon that there are controls on the outside to change its color and to like customize it a bit. And so like Absco, sure. Absco like makes it uh, look like it is a part of the landscape. Smart. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense that you'd be able to, you know, rich people would pay to be able to change their tent. You know, you hit the right buttons and you get the light show that matches your music, you know, that kind of thing. But instead of that, yeah, changing it so it's basically like the snowpacks. Yeah, and I feel like Meek Mech just stands there staring at it. Drugs and makes some beans. (laughs) There's some of that ale that you like in here, I'm sure. Plenty of ale on my donkeys. We didn't make sausage out of your donkeys. They're still at the camp or back at the ship. Dang old, dang old space travelers with their, their ring technological doodads. Don't make a crash. Get eaten. As Meekbeck starts grumbling, Absco just goes inside the hotelier. <laughs> and so you spend the rest of the time either lounging in the hotelier or <laughs> looting people or fixing the segue of disaster. Oh my gosh. Yes, would also be looking for if there is any additional food to be found, like hunting or anything like that. Ah, give me a survival check. Let's see how good you are at the hunting. Okay. <laughs> While they're doing that, I think Absco discovers the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Really? Roll a one. That's Can amazing. I roll with advantage because this is like her home planet? Because <laughs> I'm morally offended. It's by like that your home planet, but it's not your home planet. You can blame it on Angus. You're so mad at Angus that you cannot focus. <laughs> She's just so offended right now because, like, suddenly there's a, it's like, fine, like, whatever. You start, nope. you start digging for snow truffles, and you find something else. <laughs> <laughs> She's just all kind of pissed off because it's just like, I thought this was an opportunity to actually show something I'm capable of. But no, no, nobody wants to listen to the one who lives on the ice planet or the one with military training. And then she ends up bonking her head as she's looking for something. Oh, gosh, I feel like Eos is just living like the female experience. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. So, as the sun sets once again, find ourselves at the end of another lovely day. (laughs) That, I believe, is all the time that we have for today. So, four experience points, 
I am your host and GM Miyu. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Miyu Plays Games. I'm Kelric. I don't know which of the four stooges I am apparently today. <laughs> this was hilarious and crazy. You can find me on Twitter at EQ Points or at Cormalon. Uh, and I'm Brit, and I really hope Mornags gets this segue fixed. And you can find me at Atomic Firebird. I'm Kenny, and uh, this is the fifth realization that Segway is not the best mode of transportation. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Punderdrone. And I'm Steph. This has been a day <laughs> for EOS. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Luna Starwind. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more Starfinder podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are five friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. I cannot recommend them highly enough. If you like what we create, then you should check out the other two podcasts on our network. Humanera releases every other Friday, with Kelric stepping into the GM seat for this adventure utilizing Numenera, a system by Monty Cook Games. This homebrew campaign is set in the distant future, built on the bones of previous civilizations. Our three explorers are following the commands of the Order of Truth to help people gather information and retrieve magical or scientific items. What could possibly go wrong? Pun Times is a collection of limited-run campaigns of smaller TTRPG systems and games. The inaugural game is Slasher from Higher Grounds Games. Mark your calendars to be sure you catch Session 2, streamed live on the Experience Points Twitch channel on Monday, March 11th at 8pm Eastern, 5pm Pacific. Don't want to wait that long? You can catch Session 1 on demand on our Twitch in the meantime. And coming at the end of April, the campaign will be released as a monthly podcast. Stay up to date on all three Experience Points Network podcasts at EQ Points on Twitter and on ExperiencePoints.com. Pardon our dust as Kenny continues updating the website. It looks better and better every day. Until next time, Adventure Hookers!